pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, our one podcast. This might be college football, it is Valentine's Day, and we uh, say hello to you on a very special day. A lot happening today, and uh, let's get to some headlines before the superstars start dropping by. The CFP Board of Managers expected to vote on the new 5-7 playoff format next Tuesday. There's still some doubt. The Pac-12, even after kicking out its commissioners, trying to claim a Power 5 spot. Not going to work. Liberty Bowl is happy to have you, though. Headline, The Athletic, college football could be looking for a two-minute warning. Does that matter? We'll tell you about it in a minute. And more rankings. Yesterday was way too early. Today is even earlier. The power rankings, what it all means. Who's number one? Georgia. Surprise, Ohio State. This is Bill Conley. He alluded to this yesterday. Oregon, number three. Texas, number four. How Michigan got in there, I'll never know. Alabama at six. Do these things really mean anything? They absolutely do not. And Roman Harbor joining us. Uh, Roman, part of a special tonight. Good to see you, Roman. And um, Paul, appreciate it, man. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, honestly, well, let's start there because there's so many there's so many people right now, probably driving home or, or flipping us on, going. It's now two o'clock in the, in the Central Time Zone, three o'clock on the East Coast, and haven't got, done anything. Haven't yet. got to do something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been that guy. Um, I would say this: um, set the bar low, like. You know, I'm married now, so we don't even really do anything for Valentine's Day. If I get a card, it's like a big deal. Really? Yeah. I, I take my daughters out to dinner. That's cool. I like so that. I, I take my daughters out to dinner, you know, let them have a little fun and stuff like that. But Valentine's Day, in my opinion, is one of the most overrated oh. celebrations Ooh, that's we what have. I, that's what I was looking that, for. Like it's, it's, it's overrated. I think it's highly, why, highly why, overrated. Why overrated? Because so many people are, they love holidays. They do. And, and, you know, if I, if I date you, I think I, we try and celebrate you every day. So then why do I need this one extra day in the middle of February? It's Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. For them to tell me. Hey, if you don't, if you don't think <laughs> Valentine's Day is important, just don't, give your, and just don't give your girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, anything and find out. I, hey, look, I, I've done that. I've lived that life. I'm here today telling you. It's still pretty overrated. You know, another thing that's overrated on Valentine's Day? Chocolate. It's kind of overrated. I mean, outside of Forrest Gump, who's, who's buying it left and right? I just, I just literally stopped off at the drugstore to buy my wife some chocolate for tonight. It was, hey, it was on sale. It was on sale. Hey, you got to get it today on I the I usually 14th. wait until Valentine's Day when they mark it down. <laughs> that's the best time to get year. it. year. <laughs> That's like you do the Halloween candy, yeah. too. So, look, I, I just think it's a little bit overrated. I, okay. I'm down. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about people that want to celebrate everything. But like I said, I just celebrate with my daughters. But I, I think it's overrated. So you, did you get your wife anything? I, I did a card. And, a card? Yeah, and I actually wrote in the card. What did you, what'd you say? I just said I appreciated her. Um, the other day, yesterday, I'll tell you this story real quick, okay. Paul. So yesterday, my daughter came home, my oldest daughter, London, and she was so excited because she ran a 750 mile. 
And so she's 12 years old. And so she was excited about this. And last year she ran an 840 something mile. Mm -hmm. So in her mind, she's like, oh dad, I really got better. And I was like, babe, that's really good. Like, what did you do that was so differently? She said, honestly, dad, I just kept telling myself over and over again that, hey, like I can, I do hard things. Like I can do hard things. I can do hard things. And so these affirmations that my wife always talks to my daughter about in the mornings, you know, words of affirmation and things like that, being positive, it'll create other positive opportunities in your life. And so doing that, I just wrote that in the card and just saying like how thankful I was to my wife because huh. she's starting to pour into our kids. And I know we don't always see it. We don't always appreciate it. But when you think about it, like they're always listening. So uh, she told me that story and I was really proud because my wife had done that because I'm not a words of affirmation guy. I just do. I don't I don't need to self. That's not me. OK. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, also, um, just came back from Vegas. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl was awesome. Um, just flat out. I got to sit there. I got to interview a lot of these former NFL greats and, uh, and all these other things. Number one, Lawrence Taylor is still a bad man. I, I got to sit down and talk with him. And, you know, being oh, around, it, it, was, it, was, it was really uh, interesting because he still walks around kind of like with a chip on his shoulder. And you can tell he was a very violent man. Yeah. Back in the day when I he played. Him. Yeah, so, and he walks around with a certain sense of walk and talk like that nobody else had. And you can be around all these NFL greats, and I've been fortunate enough to do it, and all these guys got gold jackets. But it's still a couple of them that are still in the upper crust of gold jackets, and he's one of those guys, and he knows it too. Yeah. And so when he walks Why around. Why does Lawrence Taylor have a chip on his shoulder? I, dude, I just, I just think like when you're that competitive, you just don't I mean, ever. What is, I mean, is, he, is he 50 years old? He's 65. 65. Just, turned, <laughs> just turned 65. Okay. February the 4th. Um, He's up there in my category. Yeah. So he, but Paul, he looks way bigger. I didn't realize he was, he was 65. 65 years old. There's he, no way he could be 65. He walks around like still a bad, bad mofo. Like, Ooh. and he's got that on his wallet too. That's on his wallet. Bad mother, you know what? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't play pro football, but I do know the word. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's one thing. Um, Can we say bad mo on the show? I didn't, I, that may be the first time. Hey, man, it's Paul Feinbaum. We'll, we'll figure it out later, you know? So that was always a, a great opportunity. And having it in Vegas, the Super Bowl was definitely uh, unique. Um, I don't know how many more times the NFL will go back out there just because traffic and, you know, it's, it's cool. It was a great environment. And plus the tickets were enormously expensive. So um, it'll be uh, interesting to well, see. So, so, okay, so you met all these guys. So like the one person that you met that you brought home with, you brought it home. Um, as far as my interview skills? Well, no, just the person you ran into, you saw. Is that, that one Because you, you know everyone. But it, was there somebody that you go, ooh? Um, you know what? Uh, it was a comedian, Nikki Glazer. She's really funny. Okay. Because uh, um, when, when you're a celebrity like Roman Harper and you're a super <laughs> buddy, it, it's hard to, to meet people that you go, wow. I mean, there are not, I mean we, we're in a business, uh, not me because I'm, I'm a nobody, but, but people, I'm around people like you and the other people on the, on the Saturday show. And, and through you guys, I would, I'll meet somebody pretty well known. But when you're a celebrity, though, and you meet somebody who's also, and, and then you go, man, I, you never, you're not going to believe who I met. Yeah, uh, Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe, oh, Joe would be cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? So Joe Montana would be He's that He's now the me. third best quarterback of all time after Mahomes and Brady. There's no way. <laughs> he is still number two. All right, you got Brady one, 
Joe Montana too. I agree. Patrick Mahomes is is making his way. I mean, he's a young goat though. This guy, what he's been able to do. Joe's cool. Yeah, but Joe is like next, you know, upper echelon. I would have. Uh, it's just, and he's not even that big. It's kind of no. taking taking me back. Like Notre I, Dame, they don't have big players. <laughs> I, obviously, they you know they're they're trying to recruit better now. Oh, by but, the way, while all this is going on, uh, I've been I, I meaning to ask you because uh, I sat with you the day that Coach Saban announced he was. Haven't seen you since, but. Has Alabama filled that position yet? Because there's so many people coming and going at Alabama. DeBoer is still there, right? DeBoer is still okay. there. He, he um, did not leave to go to the, the Seahawks. He did not. So it's okay. crazy because, Paul, like I, I wasn't – I don't think anybody was ready for that. But I, I remember when we were out at the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. and Lord, Marty was on desk with us because Laura was reporting. Yeah. And I'd never forget because now it really sticks out to me. We asked, like, Laura, like, how was Nick – what all did Nick say? And the first thing she said was – he said he was tired. And he, she had never said that yeah. about Nick. You remember when she said yeah, that? Yeah, no, she, I, I heard that really from, uh, I heard that from various people from Atlanta on that yeah. Nick Saban was tired. You know, you know what he was tired of? What's that? Dealing with all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that December schedule is ridiculous now. And it's a, you got to be, it's a young man's game. And everybody knows that about football. But man, it's really, really tough because you have the transfer period opening up. Then you got to recruit your own players to try and get them to stay. Then you got to see who's out there and available. Then you got the early signing day period, which in my opinion, Paul, if you want to have an early signing day period, have it before the season in August or beginning of September. So then you can just put this stuff in the bed and let everybody continue to do what they want to do. These kids that want to sign early before their senior year, let them sign. Like, let them sign. The, the fact that you do in the middle of December when everything else is starting to open up and go crazy, it doesn't really help anybody out. And then what if I'm trying to prepare to win a bowl game? And so all these other things, and I know they wanted to have that. So then, you know, for the coaching firing period, which we don't act like that's a real period, but that's a real deal where everybody's going to get let go at the end of the season. So all these things kind of intertwine and all in like two or three weeks. So you're good with DeBoer, though. I, I'm good with DeBoer. I didn't even know he was an option at the time. Yeah. Um, but I like DeBoer. I don't know how successful it's going to be just because the, the odds of replacing the GOAT, me and you talked about it last time we saw each other, is not like, good. it's not good. Like, yeah. it, like, it just, I don't care what sport it is. It's just so hard to do. Brent don't buy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think you cannot argue with his record. I, impeccable credentials. You know what I mean? He has won everywhere he's no. been at. In, in, so you love that part of it. I'm just saying it, it's more about the situation itself is well, what's what's tough. He, he lost a couple of couple of minor players like Caleb Downs and I mean, quarterback. He was kind of a big deal. Uh, the freshman quarterback. A little sad about that one stepping away because you're bringing in your own. But then I did some research that the Austin Mack kids were some positive really good. things like the center left. There wasn't a bad. I mean, uh, <laughs> addition by subtraction, right? When uh, when Ryan Day called Saban and said, "Is this guy any good?" Said, "Take him." <laughs> Look, I mean, Ryan Day, he's got to be the hottest coach in the offseason so far yeah. because, you know, he brought in Chip Kelly, who was like, you know what? I don't even want to do this head coaching thing anymore because I don't want to deal with everything that comes with being a head coach in college By football. By the way, when Chip told the AD, he said, can I drive you to the airport? <laughs> it wasn't. But I don't think Chip was wanted to recruit and do all the stuff he, that it takes right now. He was now. one of those. Yeah. And so he's like, I just want to go be an OC, go get the call plays, and then hopefully have us a really good year. Hopefully we win a, a national championship at Ohio State. Then I can jump off to the NFL somewhere where I really want to be so I don't have to do any of this other stuff, right. these extracurriculars. So, uh, okay, so uh, before you go, you got to do a, a show tonight. Uh, what's up for you? the next? What do you do the next couple of months? 
Is this your off time? Uh, this is my off time. I'm working on my golf game, Paul. Oh, and I'm really just trying to be 100% all in on being dad right now. Okay. And I'm trying to get shredded for the summer. You know what I mean? I, I don't plan on wearing a shirt for like three weeks. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would stop on the way home and... Get something? Get something. Dude, I'm not getting anything, Paul. Okay. I'm, just, just stop. Where's you the camera you can't go wrong. I'm not getting anything, guys. I set the bar so low that it just... It's just there. It's stuck. Okay. okay. And, and, and Mrs. Roman's okay with that? Yes. Mrs. Heather is fine with that. She understands it. She doesn't get nothing from me. We're just good. I mean, every month, I, the water has not been cut off yet. Like, okay. Okay. Like, always got water. Lights, every time. Okay. Well, I, I got some chocolates. <laughs> well, Paul... <laughs> Your, Randy, your standards I mean, you are just. You did get a, them, didn't you, Randy? That's right. Randy got me some chocolate. <laughs> Paul's standards just a little bit higher than mine. Yeah. I'm not mad well, at that. Yeah. Been married a little longer, trying to trying to trying to keep it that way. There, I, it's not that it, it it's everybody always says, "Why are you married?" And and the old lines, "Cause divorce is too expensive." <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't. I'm I'm trying to stay out of that lane too, Paul. I I I, I plan to. Well, I hope you do. And I Heather, keep taking advice from you. For somehow, if if, if Heather is. Walked into the show by accident. All, 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 all in fun today. Well, Jamari's always trying to get her to call in, and I'm always like, no. Why don't we have, why don't we have her, the two of you up here next time, and I will put the questions to both of you. She's really nervous on TV. She's, like, not good. <laughs> She's not good. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> uh, Paul, I'm telling you, I, I've seen her on TV. Not great. <laughs> uh. No, no woman wants their husband to say, not great. <laughs> okay, we got to wrap this up. We do have here. a show to do. All right, well, you guys enjoy yourself, man. All right, Alabama fans, roll tide. Uh, congratulations to whoever's out there right now. I don't know what's going on. Who are we celebrating? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, hey, man, I can't wait to hear see what you, know, you got. See, see you around the bend. <laughs> Roman Harper. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's give him Day. a big hand. I just want to be like that guy that makes $20 million a year. <laughs> we'll be right back. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMS.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Chris Vanini coming up here in a few minutes. uh, And John Rice Plumley, remember? Ole Miss to you at UCF. Interesting story breaking uh, right now uh, from, uh, in an interview, uh, Chris Del Conte uh, is talking about uh, the future of SEC scheduling, and he's looking ahead, saying that at some point there could be a nine-game schedule. Right now there is an eight-game schedule. We'll have more on that a little bit later on. There's been a lot of conversation about where that could be going. Uh, Let's continue with more, well, how about, a phone call. We haven't had more because we haven't had any, but we begin with William. Uh, we start with William in Augusta, Georgia. Yes, Paul. I, uh, I think you must be the most patient man in the history of sports talk radio on radio television. I listened to John from St. Louis several times. He has called you. Tell me if I'm correct. He called you Nurse Ratchet. He did, and he called you a communist, and you 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 were very calm in your responses. And well, I, uh, well, listen, I uh, if, you if you if somebody called you a communist in 1953, um, your your life and career could be over if they uh, if they dragged you uh, in front of the the House on American Activities Committee <laughs> or McCarthy's yeah, exactly. Senate. But but in uh, 2024. I think all you can do is just snicker. Well, there you go. And that's what you did. And I, and I, I listened to AJ's call yesterday, and I just about fell out of my chair. I don't typically enjoy his calls, but that was the most enjoyable call that he has ever done yesterday, mimicking that guy, and it got him to call back. <laughs> that yeah, guy I, mean, I, I think, I think John, John is one of these people that lives uh, – I mean, we've all have, have – you, know, you have a grandfather or, or an uncle or – Somebody who, who lives in another time zone. And yeah. that's, or you get with older people and at some point they just start, uh, everybody's <laughs> had this before, a parent, a grandparent, where you start talking to them right. and, they, and they go back in, in their high school or college or early, they can remember, they, they talk uh, very coherently about that, although they, they couldn't tell you what day it is. That's John. John lives in 1960 yeah, something. And plus, he can't remember Richard Nixon's middle name. Yeah, uh, yeah, his, uh, his uh, that absolutely. All he has to do is get on the internet, and he can see it. Well, he doesn't believe in the internet because Al Gore invented it. Well, apparently, apparently not. One other quick thing, and I want to thank William from Maryville yesterday. I have had three instances on your show that I, I I'm not proud of them, but I'm I'm so happy that I got to do it. One was giving money. And I didn't give a lot. Gave some money to Phyllis's husband when he was sick. Oh, yeah. The other one was helping to pay for Tammy's funeral. And I, I really appreciated being able to do that. And yesterday, I went, when William gave that call, and thank you, William, thank you for doing this, to give money to that poor family that lost that policeman. That was just, that's, to me, that's the height of your show, Paul, when you can help people like that. So I just want to say thank you for, for, uh, for, uh, helping us be able to do that. William, thank you. Uh, yeah, that was William, uh, my friend William from Maryville, who, who was talking about a couple of uh, 
deputies who uh, lost their life uh, right outside of Knoxville. Bubba is up next in North Carolina. Hello, Bubba. What's shaking, you old communist? Man, uh, you know, nowadays, though, uh, to be called a communist, I don't know. I mean, we got, what, uh, Tucker Carlson over there in Moscow? I I I got... I got called a redneck hillbilly yesterday. I've never laughed so hard in my life. It didn't take me and you long to get rid of Jim yesterday, did it? Uh, well, you 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 finished Jim off. Oh yeah, yeah. You know he's kind of like that crazy brother-in-law that's been living with you that you can't stand. Oh, this, and you, you finally do you got have him one of those? Off, but you finally got him ran off. But you know, in the back of your mind, at some point, he's coming back. <laughs> You just can't. You just can't get any satisfaction, man. Yeah, that, uh, listen, brother-in-laws uh, come with the territory. Yeah, Jim, Can you imagine? Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't. I, I'm not going to criticize my brother-in-laws. I have two, but um, I feel sorry. I feel sorrier for them. Imagine, you imagine going to work and the, well, the, that's true. My brother-in-law is you, Paul you, Feinbaum. I go, oh my goodness. Yeah, you may you may be the brother-in-law I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I am. Nobody wants me as a brother-in-law. No, I enjoyed. I I love when you talk to Roman. Roman's got Valentine's Day. Now, 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 I I don't know. I mean, I I am mixed because I mean, what Roman said here is what a lot of people are thinking, but just don't want to say. Absolutely, brother. He's got he's got it figured out. Once you've been married so long. I mean, don't get me wrong. You need to have Valentine's every day with your yeah, wife. Yeah, but but seriously, listen, I've heard that before. But is that is there such a thing as Valentine's every day? Yeah, no doubt, absolutely. Maybe man. there should be. Absolutely, that's my new goal. Every day is Valentine's Day. Every that day could be a is Valentine's by Day. My, book, my new book coming out. Paul. Every day is Valentine's Day. You're going to be going to the drugstore buying a lot of chocolate. Yeah, well, that was a line. I I, I don't buy drugstore uh, chocolate at the grocery hey, store. Uh, I get it at the dollar store. Hey, Legend, Legend's setting up some cage matches, isn't he? It looks like, well, yeah. Yeah, I want to be the referee, and I think we need to get Todd a cage match lined up. He's been hating on the world for about a month Todd now. Just, I mean, I Todd, need- remember Todd a couple of weeks ago talked about the uh, incident at the feed store. Yeah, he wh- he whooped some old boys. Yeah, I mean, at the Todd. Feed store. I think when hey, I think we need to line him up with J.K. in a cage match. I mean, what is Todd? Sixty-five years old, and he's still going. He's still going out looking to kick somebody's ass. I mean, what's what's wrong with yeah, this guy? Yeah, I bet, I bet you old. I bet old Todd. If you crossed him, just I mean, I mean, I mean, the only guy I know older than that, that that acts as stupid as that in public is Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> hey, y'all have a good day, Paul. Thank you very much. Uh, speaking of stupid, let's go to the next caller. All right. AC is up next. Mr. Feinbaum, how you feeling, man? Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. Hey, I could be stupid. You're, you're definitely right. I am stupid. It doesn't bother me. What do you think Jim from Tuscaloosa is doing? Who do you think is his Valentine today, Mr. Feinbaum? Do you have a guess for me? Jim, uh, Jim, Jim i tell you what Jim is doing. On Val- Jim's taking out his favorite person in the world, himself. No, you're you're wrong about that. He's taking out his his boy toy Amen. Oh, he, I forgot. I didn't want to say that because then oh, I'd get uh, then I'd get attacked. But guess who's their bodyguard? That'll be AJ. Always a jerk. I called you a jerk, white boy. What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. You're gonna smile and like it and show me some respect, you fat American. Holla. 
Yeah, you know, AJ, AC, I, I, I am uh, going to uh, do something I should have done a long time ago. You are officially banned from the show after that call. We will take a short break, and that's a lifetime ban. That's not like just a three-hour ban. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Chase was talking about Nick Sheridan, who is uh, going to be the new offensive coordinator under Kalen DeBoer. Uh, he was the tight ends coach at Washington last season his uh, other he, he has been he played played football at michigan his uh, he's a quarterback his uh, resume includes uh coaching at saline high at saying at saline high school western kentucky south florida he was a ga at tennessee he was the quarterback coach tight ends coach and ultimately the oc at indiana and uh, he has been the tight end coach at Washington. That apparently is the new offensive coordinator at the University of Alabama. John is up next in Louisville. Hey, John. Hey, uh, that sounds like a Tommy Reese resume to me. I think you're. I think you. I don't think. I don't, I don't think you're being fair to Tommy Reese. Yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, happy Valentine's Day, Paul. And uh, so um, AC has been banished to Bangladesh? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I mean, I, not really worth wasting a lot of time on, but uh, it's the same call every time. I know. All I got, all I gleamed out of Roman's interview is uh, Valentine's Day is overrated and he does not want you talking to his wife, right? Well, because he said she's not good on TV. Yeah, that's as if, as if that's a revelation uh, that somebody's <laughs> somebody on TV's wife is not good on TV, as if uh, most of the wives of television personalities have ever been on television before. Exactly. Hey, I want to clarify an uh, item you mentioned about the CFP vote coming up. But, uh, Paul, can I give a shout out to Augie? If there's I, if that's possible. Well, here it is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure what motivated him, if it was uh, showing solidarity with Jim or a testament to his faith. But if I'm not mistaken, yesterday's show before millions of listeners, including God and uh, the archbishop, he made a Lent promise to give up your show or at least the very least not to uh, call not in, to call in yeah. through the Lent. 
So we're without Augie for the next, well, to March 28th. Yeah. Um, and uh, John, that doesn't really disappoint me very much. I know. We're, we're all behind you, Augie. And, um, you know, what Lent is that uh, practice of self-reflection and abstinence and um, prayer before leading up to Easter. And uh, I guess it's, you know, we associate with fasting and doing good deeds. So let me offer about five points uh, that could help others who want to fast. And then I'll get to CFP. Fast from hurting words and saying kind words. Fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Fast from worries and have trust in God. Fast from complaints and contemplate simplicity. Fast from setting off IEDs and the Paul Feinbaum show. If we follow these, we ought to be able to get your show canceled, don't you think? I, I think that is happening soon. Uh, Chris is up next in Tuscaloosa. Hello, Chris. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Uh, so I just had to call in and I, I kind of feel like we ought to do a rendition of Prince's famous song, Dearly Beloved. We are gathered here today to get through this thing called the fall of the Roman empire. That is like, a good song. I got to tell you, as a married man, oh man, like, oh, I know he's an analyst and I have always appreciate his calls and, and, and his, his commentary. Um, I always feel like, you know, despite that, that he's a, a diamond wool Bama guy, that, that it, his, his commentary is not colored by that at all. But man, when oh, when it comes to your wife, like women will forgive a lot of things, and your wife will forgive a lot of things, but they have a tough time forgiving if you embarrass them. You know what I mean? Like ooh. yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, if you by not getting, uh, I, I'm not sure uh, it's worth testing how no. your wife would react no. by ignoring her on Valentine's no. Day. Yeah, he just needs to be stopping by, you know, some dealership and, and something needs to show up outside their house with a big bow on it. But uh, it could be a St. Valentine's Day massacre. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, I, I called in today because uh, I had, had a little bit of a St. Valentine's Day gift this morning that I didn't expect. Uh, they had a little Valentine's Day thing at, where my wife works at. And one of the people there was Cotton Clark, who was who oh, was yeah. a star running back for sure. Bear Bryant. You remember back in the day? Uh, 50, I sure do. Absolutely. 62. He, I mean, he, it's like a, I was looking up a few things about it because it's a little bit before my, you know, my time. I mean, I, I, I didn't even exist in the world then, but, uh, I mean, he played with Namath. He played with Pat Trammell. Oh, yeah. No, I know, with, I know who Carl Kenny is. Stabler. I mean, oh, man. But he was, uh, he, it was funny because he said, oh, yeah, back when I was there, it was just that they'd get it up to about the one or two yard line and then they'd give it to me to run it in. That's about all I got. No, no. Uh, you're absolutely, I, I've, I've met him I, uh, many times, not many yeah. times, but I've met him a few times. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he he was a very nice gentleman, and uh, we talked a little bit about um, about college football, honestly. And uh, you know, the thing that I keep I keep seeing, you know, we saw some more coaches leaving out of Georgia, right? It just seems like all the signs are there, Paul. And I heard it all last week. It, you know, is there something rotten in the state of Denmark, like with all these coaches leaving for the NFL? Saying, well, oh, that's an I think you, job. but but I, I, here's what I don't like, though, uh, Chris. Uh, I don't like these these generalizations because chip kelly uh not yeah. uh, bill o'brien yeah. left because bill o'brien doesn't like to recruit chip kelly left to go to a job yeah. because he was about to get fired you know the two guys true, at alabama true. they didn't want to move uh from seattle yeah. Yeah. so yeah. i mean i think you have to yeah. look into why people are leaving but that, that hasn't stopped the uh generalizations from columnists and talk show hosts oh college football is coming apart college football has never been better 
But in reality, yeah. the NFL is a better landing spot because there's so much more emphasis on the NFL. Yeah, I, you know, that was the very thing that, you know, my wife was like, oh, my gosh, what is up with this, this coach leaving, you know, Ryan Grubb? And I said, I mean, he's a Washington guy. Like, you don't know what their whole, the rest of their life is. It's a big move to go from one part of the country to the other. I did it one time in my life. It's tough. Right to shift like that, and you know you don't know what their kids are doing. And, yeah, and I mean, like by that. the way, Chris, so, I mean it's one thing to move from uh, Anniston to Tuscaloosa. It's another thing <laughs> to move true. from Seattle. I mean, that's people in Seattle don't like world. going anywhere else because they don't think the coffee will be as good. Well, they aren't used to seeing sunlight either. No, right? I was out there for about two weeks working one time, and I, I seriously, I wanted to stab somebody after two weeks of no sunshine. Right with that cloud cover. If you aren't no, used to I it, agree. forget it. Uh, so anyway, well, hey, Chris, thank you very much. Uh, you bet you'd be well. Yeah, I mean, I've only been yeah. to Seattle once. And you know what? Wasn't that impressed? OK, so they have great coffee beans at Seattle's best and they've got a lot of tech companies and it's a long way from anywhere. Uh, Trey is in Tuscaloosa, which is not that far from any place. Good afternoon. Not far at all, Paul. I mean, communist, Paul. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. i got to get that correct. Hey, but, Paul, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make a prediction for you. Jim will be back for the tournament bracket, no doubt. And I, I, I've got $100 on it. Jim will be back on in the tournament bracket. But I want to tell you something as somebody that was in the uh, Army. Well, Jim may want to come I, back, but you know what? Uh, he's got to go through uh, the head of the committee first. Well, I think which is not me, by the way, vote. but the head—I mean, the, the head of committee is in my ear right now. And uh, well, the caller should. What about Jamari? Is he coming to, back? I, no. Paul, but I, I want to tell you something, and I can't thank you enough for doing this. That call by AC was pathetic, Paul. Yeah, it is. Well, um, as a veteran, and there's too many people in this country that have lost people that have sacrificed their lives for us to have a show like yours and his freedom to call on this show and talk. So I'm so proud of you for what you did to him. And I think everybody feels the same way. But one other thing, Paul, uh, and, and it's kind of weird that this happened. I'm upset. I'm upset at the state of my country, Paul. I'm upset why we can't get along I'm upset by people separating us by male, female, color of our skins, Democrats, Republicans. I'm tired of the Democrats and Republicans fighting all the time. We cannot come to a common goal. Yeah, well, well Trey, hold, hold, let me, let me interrupt you for a second, because I understand your, your, your patriotism, but I think you need to talk to a couple of other people, because right now, we, we are in a, in a rather awkward spot, uh, and there's a great deal at stake. And it, it's just, you know, a, asking uh, for kumbaya is really not the, the, is not the secret. Uh, it's, it's, they're more important issues. By the way, I, I didn't mean to uh, make light of this, but we were trying to get some more information. But by now, some of you perhaps have, have seen uh, the update on your phones or, or elsewhere. But uh, the Kansas City Chiefs had their... Super Bowl parade today it was it was a great event. Everybody talking about a three-peat, and, and at the very uh, not uh, toward the end of it, uh, a shots rang out, and uh, multiple people, they think as many as eight to ten, 
have been injured. Uh, there's no more information, but uh, there's a degree of chaos going on right now at which should have been uh, the happiest place uh, on the face of the earth today, celebrating a Super Bowl. We'll take a short break, and we are back right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Uh, police in Kansas City have taken two people into custody. As many as 10 uh, have been injured uh, in, in the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Uh, this happening now in Kansas City. Let's get back to the calls here. And Susie up next. Hi, Paul. Um, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Um, I, I'm kind of speechless right now, you know, when you came on with this before commercial. How tragic, how sad. Yeah, our country's in big, big trouble. Um, I love it when you have Roman Harper on. He just, he does make me laugh. And I'm probably going to be one of the few females that says, I think Valentine's Day is overrated, personally. Okay. Um, it's never been a biggie for me from, you know, people that loved me or whatever, which is fine. Um, I liked it you know, in high school. Like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. But you know, everybody I mean, gave everybody yeah, else Valentine's, but I'm not sure it's been all that great since. No, I mean, it's, I'd rather have a surprise, you know, given to me sometime during the year and just says, I love you so much. I mean, okay, well, you know, my, uh, my of, gift is on its way. The, oh, thank you, Paul. Um, Okay, the um, collar bracket. I have a question yeah, for you. Please. Do you notice anything on the collar bracket? Not really. Uh, usually it's uh, the guys in the back room who, uh, who do that. So right now, this is what okay. it looks like. Uh, you have the, the first number one seeds. Everyone, everything's fluid, last four in, and the bubble watch. Uh, you can go ahead and take AC off the bubble watch. What's, what's missing? What's that, Susie? What's missing from the, the collar bracket right now? Well, I don't know. We only have uh, eight, eight people in there uh, because uh, we, ha we haven't seen the whole bracket yet. Oh, okay. I guess it's um, females. There's no Well, Susie, unlike, unlike the uh, CFP, we try to identify the best callers, not <laughs> most deserving. Most deserving. Okay. But, but so by the way, no I have no. Uh, Jamari, is Susie in the bracket? You you no. are you are in the bracket, Susie. Oh, I'm just not on the screen. Yeah, you know, we don't, we only have uh, we don't. I, I mean, there, how many? The there, I mean, there's thirty thirty some otters. There are thirty two oh, people okay. in the bracket. We just only have we're gotcha. only looking at the top 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 four and the bottom four. Oh, and I know I'm not a top, and I don't profess to be and I wasn't calling because of just me no, I just no, of course you know not. I just looked at that and JK is a number one seed uh wow. that's only because we uh one, Jim was a number one seed and he got yeah, Jim uh yeah Jim has told anyone who will listen that he is no longer interested in being part of this show oh yeah I heard that yesterday in fact I tape you every day so if I have to miss I came home last night at seven o'clock after it was over, and then watched you all night. Is it, um, uh, Susie? Know. Is it better uh, to watch it live or just to speed through it? So if you see a certain caller on there, you just go, "I'm not going to listen to this clown." Well, I do always listen to the clowns. Not you know, I don't like it. I mean, 
yesterday, God bless you, the beginning of the show. I did get the beginning of the show before I went out and got a massage, thank God. Oh, my but goodness. I went to get a massage because after that first hour. I could, um, I could I use a massage like right in the middle time. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man didn't start the show off good um, yesterday, no. but it, I don't ever bleep anybody out. I fast forward through the commercials. Oh, okay. You know, that's I what watch I like the commercials when I watch it again, and I just go right past uh, some of the callers. Chris Fanini is yeah. next. Thank you for listening to the best of the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Watch the Paul Feinbaum Show weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on the SEC Network. Plus, you can listen and watch on the ESPN app.